TuneIn Premium has all the radio you want for $7.99 a month. That's all the radio you want for $7.99 a month. That means every single Major League Baseball game, every single NFL game, the most massive collection of commercial-free radio stations in the world, over 5.5 million podcasts, and unlimited access to 40,000 audiobooks. Download the TuneIn Radio app for a free 7-day trial of TuneIn Premium. TuneIn Premium, boundless audio. This is the Iron Rapport Podcast, and, I, and I'm coming in, G Monetti, I'm coming in off the top with something that uh, <clears throat> is really disturbing to me. Now, now, how you doing, G Monetti? I'm doing good, man. Okay, good. Everything's good, bro. Okay. Um, but this, this thing, uh, it's in, uh, again, it's in Florida. Oh. Miami. It's a couple. And they're collectively, I thought about this a lot, and, and, and I'm just revealing this to you and everyone else now. Collectively, they're, 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 they're a husband and they're not a husband and wife. They're, oh, yeah, they're a husband and wife. A bodybuilders, Milagros Quan and Alex Paez, two bodybuilding freaks in, uh, 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 in, in Florida, Miami, South Florida, uh, are, the, are, are the, the collective sick fucks. Of the week, yeah. and they got this. They got this by these these animals. Uh, these two people were uh, arrested and 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 are being looked at for having animals abusive, being abusive to animals. They have like a ranch, and they got these horses that are like undernourished and all living in terrible conditions. And I, I, I'm not even really a fan of these horses, but like one of the horse's hoofs was so overgrown that it could barely walk. Mm. And, 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 and again, I'm not like, when you see, see, when you see the pictures though, you're like, yo, this, these are fucking sick people, right? So hopefully I'm gonna articulate the emaciated horses and, and, uh, and, 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 and like, man, it's just really, these two fucks are the collective sick, sick fucks of the week. And they're bodybuilders, so they're like weirdos. So they, they take pictures where money's dressed up like on the Conan the Barbarian or some Thor oh, shit. Oh, he's sick. Yeah, he's a freak. And they got to be fucking hopped up on bath salts and, you know, deer antler and fucking, you know, all kind of steroids. Ooh-wee. Yeah, that fucking ooh-wee. He, he, he's 47 She's 47, he's 50. They just look crazy. So you two are the sick fucks of the week. And then also, it's just coincidence, my mom told me about this. <clears throat> Down in West Palm in Florida, she sent me the article about, about this woman who's, uh, oh, she has horses. Again, I, I have no real, real relationship to horses. Except for my mother was kicked by a horse. Remember when that happened? Oh, yeah. I was going to go out there and see it. What do you mean? I was going to step to that horse, man. But you didn't do shit. Yeah. She said, don't do it. Yeah, but you didn't do shit. <laughs> so uh, a woman's horses, her name is Debbie, Debbie Stevens. Last night, her horse in her stable was found slaughtered and, 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 and mutilated by some people that uh, removed the horse from its stall and, 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 and killed the horse um, and, and stole just the, the, the horse meat. Damn. So imagine you come downstairs, you have this big animal 
beautiful animal, a horse. Again, I'm not a horse person, but like you take care of this animal and she's like a professional. So these are like well-kept animals and you come down there and your, your horse is slaughtered and it, 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 everything is, is taken out. It, for, like to, to, for somebody who wants horse meat, what kind of sick fucking yeah. people? Who would want, is that to eat? Damn, that's crazy, man. I mean, I eat everything. Steaks, I've had frog legs, uh, duck, ham. I fucking eat that swine whenever and wherever I could get my hands on it. Salmon, caviar, fish, sushi. But I'm not with... I just don't even know. Would somebody eat horse meat? Is that something someone does? Yeah, I hear that's like some type of delicacy. Fuck that, man. That is fucking crazy. And then somebody's pet horse? I mean, you gotta be... That's like sick on two yeah. levels. So, you know, we're in the gloom tomb. Shut the fuck up up there! These fucking people, they're always walking around up there. Uh, anyway, this is the I Am Rapport podcast, and uh, I'm in here with my man, Gmo Netty. What it is, man. A.K.A. the uh, the Black Ed McMahon. Yeah. Uh, and I am the... Uh, <clears throat> they call me the... The White Arsenio Hall, what's really good. And uh, you know what I was noticing, G. Monetti? What's up? These Ving Rames ADT security commercials. Yeah, I like them. Very, very well done. Yes. But they're a little, a little misleading because if you see the Ving Rames, you know, the actor, great actor from the Pulp Fiction. Yeah, he's from everything. He's from the Bronx, New York. Yeah. He was in all those Mission Control movies. I mean, everybody knows Ving Rhames. He's a star. They have him in these ADT commercials, and, you know, he's got that very powerful voice. This is Ving Rhames. He doesn't say his name, but he's like, you need security and protection. And it doesn't get any more intimidating looking like, oh, shit, on the cusp of real actor. Like, Ving Rhames looks like he could fuck shit up. Whether he can or not, I don't know, but he plays those characters, and then in real life, if you saw him, you'd be like, yo, he looks like he could fuck fuck shit up. Ball, ball. Yeah, the ball, ball. And he just has that deep, deep deep-ass voice. So ADT has him in the commercials and doing the voiceover, and at one point, like, uh, 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 a robber who looks like, uh, almost like... um, Donnie Most from Happy Days. Like, right. I mean, they're, the robber's like the most softest, unintimidating robber ever. But somebody's breaking into the house and he like pulls the curtain back and like he sees Ving Rames. And I'm thinking to myself, yo, you, you get ADT. It's a security company. You don't actually get Ving fucking Rames. Yeah, he's inside he's the house. He's not in the fucking house. It's misleading. It looks like fucking Ving Rames is going to be patrolling your house. Yeah. And, uh, but then I was thinking, you know, it'd be cool. Like, if you know how the alarm sounds? Yeah. And, you know, it's like, woo, woo. It's super loud. Imagine if it was Ving Rhames' voice. Like, get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> and that deep-ass fucking voice. You know, and he's like, you better get up out the house. I'm going to go get a couple of homies and go medieval on your ass. But it's really fucking loud. <laughs> that would be ill. Right, yeah. that would be dope. Like, so it's like it's it's it it, it would really bug up a, a burglar out. Like you hear like famous people voices, and then I was thinking because of the Danny Aiello uh, uh, alarm clock, which is selling off the charts this, this holiday season. I was thinking that even better than Ving Rhames or just as good as Ving Rhames. Imagine if Danny Aiello 
did the uh, the voice for the alarm system. Oh, man. So instead of an alarm going, woo, 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 it goes, Vinny, get the fucking baseball bats. Who's at the fucking door? Don't you fucking move, you cocksucker. I'll bust your fucking head. One more fucking step. Imagine that's your your alarm. Yo, uh, crime would go down. Oh, yeah. Or if somebody's breaking into your car. And it's Get loud. the fuck away from the car, you cocksucker. Yo, you said you wanted to tell me something happened with your daughter. Oh, when you went yeah. To the, you went yeah. to, the, uh, to the museum. Yeah. So we go. I take her to the bathroom. Uh, wait, know, where, where, where are you? Uh, American uh, Museum. The, a natural history? Yeah. Okay. So we go. Oh, looking at the dinosaur exhibit? All that fly shit, man. Yeah. So we go, and she, we go upstairs. I can't go in the bathroom with her, so she goes to the women, and I go to the male. And then she fucking bursts out of the fucking bathroom, crying. I'm like, yo, what, what's up? Dad, there's a there's a there's a, a a woman, there's a man dressed like a woman in the bathroom. Are you serious? And I'm, I'm and I'm like, all right, we're gonna wait until she comes out. Or he. So I look at it and it's a transgender. In the women's bathroom. Right. Oh shit. So he got a wig and a dick. Right. So why is he in the bathroom? In the women's bathroom. See now, shit is affecting. Shit is starting to affect. And my kids, G- my kid was hysterical. Shit is starting to affect G Moody firsthand. I'm not with that. Yeah, that's- we need to designate. You need to come up with another bathroom, male, female, and wig niggas. DraftKings Fantasy Football. You don't have to play fantasy football for 16 weeks to get paid. Get online. Go to DraftKings.com and win some money now. Go to DraftKings. Start playing one-week fantasy football games now. And you seriously have the chance to win millions of fucking dollars every time you play one-week fantasy football games. This means every week you can play as many games as you want, create as many lineups as you want, start turning your love of football into a chance to seriously win some money at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. Use the promo code RAPAPORT, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, to start playing for free. That's DraftKings.com, and hopefully you will win some cash like me and my man G. Moody have yeah. done. You know, hey, hey G. Monetti, I just want to go back to something we were just discussing before that. The, uh, these sick fucks of the week in Florida with the horses, I was just thinking. I, I, I've been known not to pick up my dog shit. Mm, you're a cad. What does that mean? You're a bad person. A cad? Well, I never heard that before. You how, make you that up? how you don't pick up your shit, man? That's that's really bad. Think about that. This motherfucker just took a shit. <laughs> like that's a health hazard. Yo, pick it up. You you you've been you've been in in Los Angeles where I live. Yo, have you ever seen my shit, my dog shit, where anyone steps? No, you shit on motherfuckers' grass, but not in the, like in the lawn, like, <laughs> like in like the bushes and shit. Nah, man, you 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 you, put, you let your dog 
roam to someone else's yard and take a wet, hot shit, and then you just walk off. I, I've been known to do that. That neighbor didn't want to come out and see that. But 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 if it's in seeing range, I pick it up now. Oh, see, oh now, okay, good. But if it just goes in the in the deep grass or in the bushes, no. And then what if their little kid tramples through the bushes? Hey, and he slides. It's a in life it. lesson. It happened to all of us. You know how many times I stepped in dog shit in my life, walking around in New York City. Oh yeah, that's of part course. of the culture of New York City. Yeah. And now it's not as bad as it used to be, but. Think about how many times you have a nice pair of Air Jordans on or your Adidas or your Skips or, my, or your, my Plumas. Your Pumas or your Pro Cads. <laughs> like, yo, when I was a kid, and the, yo, when, when you would step in your shit with those, 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 those little Skip sneakers, oh. it would just smear flat. And you, you sometimes, look, and in the 70s when I was a kid, our pants were longer. It would get on the, ed the, the, the edges of your pants. At the bottom, and you're looking for cuff. a puddle to try to get it out. You're disgusting. Yeah, that's terrible. Everybody steps in shit. You know what? Uh, some of these kids happens to step in shit. That's part of life. You know, I, I I had to deal with that, and I had to deal with feeling bad and cleaning it, and then you get to when you're first, you get the shit on your hands, and, oh. and it stinks. So don't try to make me feel bad. I'm, I, you know, these kids, are everybody's fucking spoiled with their cell phones and their, their, their PlayStations and their TSTs and the DVDs and the, all this shit. Nobody's stepping in dog shit anymore. <laughs> all right? Word. And so, you know, like, get these kids out there stepping in dog shit. Yeah, get real with it. You know, they're, they're, they're too coddled. They got their fucking hoverboards and their... Paddle boards you got and four hundred dollars sneakers. Right, step in shit with that. Learn to appreciate it. Yeah. Now clean it out with a, with a toothpick and your and and, and and a toothbrush. That's how we used to rock. That's what I did when I stepped in shit or gum in New York City in the streets on the subway. These kids now they have sneakers. They they don't even they they, they wear sneakers to the games. Like these little basketball kids, they wear other sneakers or flip flops to the game to change into their sneakers. Prima Donna ass. Yo, even when I had good sneakers, I never had more than one. Like, I would wear my sneakers to the game. Word. Maybe when I was older, you'd like, maybe you'd get another pair and you'd wear one pair, like your practice sneaker. I don't know. Man, I played in all 69ers, all kind of shit. There's no, we have a little bit of, we have a little footage of G Monetti playing ball. We're going to, we're going to put that out. Yeah. So people could see what G Monetti used to be capable of. But the point of the matter is, is that, <clears throat> The point of the matter is, is that those sick fucks with those horses, that's abusive. Me letting my dog Wheezy shit oh, occasionally on no, no. other people's bushes <laughs> is not the same thing as being... That might be an asshole. I never said I wasn't. You don't think I know that I have tendencies, G. Moody? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, this is the Iron Rapport podcast <clears throat> coming live and direct from the gloom tomb of New York City. G Monetti. What up? What up? How's the uh, construction site going, G Monetti? Oh, man. I'm glad you asked. I have my man from Milford, Ohio. His name is James. I think it's the last name is Andres. Coming out. Coming out. To lay them bricks. And you met no Bruno. Lay them bricks. No Bruno. Yeah. Yeah. You better say that. 
Um, you met him through Via V's, the I Am Rapport podcast. Right, he reached out. And again, we're not looking for shit for free. We just want some good, honest, hardworking people to give some advice and some help and maybe some paid labor to take G Monetti's rebuilding project in the Bronx to the next level. Exactly. The so man, my man can only do so much with a spoon, a fucking nail file, a steak knife, a, a mini sledgehammer. And a couple of ladders. And a, and, and a pair of swim goggles. He can but, only take it so far. And you could check out G Monetti's website, which he made on Squarespace. Because this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. That's for sure. Go to Square, squarespace.com. Start building a dope-ass website today. Squarespace.com. If you enter the promo code Rappaport at checkout, you get 10% off. Squarespace has the state-of-the-art technology to ensure security and stability so your online information and presence is safe and secure. Millions of people literally have used Squarespace. It's just 8 bucks a month, and you get your free domain if you sign up for a year. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com. No credit cards are needed. Yeah. Squarespace. My website is going to be all things G Monetti. What are you going to put up on your website that you made on Squarespace? All the before and after pictures of my man from uh, Ohio, the Mason guy. You could put up you could put up G Monetti's favorite music. You could put up old beats you made. G Monetti is a really really good. I'm like Gordon Parks, man. You do it all. Renaissance man. And I'm going to show it on Squarespace G Monetti. And do you shave your own head? Yes. What, what do you use to shave your head? Bic. A razor. In the shower. And do you, do you use um, um, shaving cream? I use soap. Suds. Suds. Suds soap. And you shave your own head. Do you put a mirror behind there? No, nah, man. I, sometimes I notice you come in to, do, to record brand new Iron Rapport podcast and you have like little patches in the back of your shit. Yeah, my shit be scraped. And then other time you had like a fucking like a little boil in the fu- like you 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 cut your you cut your scalp. Yeah, G Monetti has like a shaved head. Yeah, but you need to get Sometime like. Sometimes I fuck up. You know, in Pulp Fiction, when Ving Rhames had that like he had that nice duct tape on the back of his neck. People were like, "What? The, what was that for?" Explain what that was for. Because he had keloids in his shit. From what? Like, like I don't know what the fuck. I don't have keloids. You had a few. I had. And we cut them shits out. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, I helped you cut it out. We yeah. put a little a match no. and, and some fucking... Match. And some, and no, some I had a fucking polish. lemon juice. <laughs> no. Match and shoe Yo, we put some match, a match, and some no. shoe polish and got rid of my man Moody's... No, lemon kilo. juice. That's what got rid of the keloids? That's what got... That's what. But why don't you put a little gorilla tape on the back of your neck? Like some fucking duct tape on you, some camouflage duct tape across your And where the fuck sh- I'm going to walk with that? Nobody cares about that shit. Nah, man. By the time they see you have the duct tape on the back of your neck, you're going to be in the wind anyway. Nah, They're going to just be like, Yo, that. listen, listen. Apple, no, lemon juice, a whole lemon. Just rub it on. What were you going to say about apple? You put an apple on your shit too? Sometime. I didn't know what the fuck was growing back there. <sighs> so uh, Kim Kardashian uh, broke her, her Twitter Silence. Really? Uh, after the the Lamar Odom, the Lamar Odom situation, he he's he's uh, looking. Uh, things are looking on the bright side, and and, and we, uh, you know, are, are extremely happy about that. Uh, anytime uh, Scott Disick and or Lamar wants to come on the Iron Rapport podcast, they'll be treated with respect. 
open invitation, especially Lamar. He knows big fans since the day he showed up with the Clippers and got drafted. Fucks with Lamar Odom. Wish him nothing but the best. But uh, some of your estranged in-laws are wildin'. Kim Kardashian, the first thing she tweeted was a picture, an old picture of her and Lamar Odom. She called him Lammy. Do you think anybody in Queens ever called Lamar Odom Lammy? Hell no. What that's kind of that's kind of fucking you. You call him anyway. She said, "I'm so happy Kendall and I could make you smile today." And, and, and at first, I didn't think twice about. It. Then I read it again, and she she said, "I'm so happy Kendall and I could make you smile." It's all about you, isn't it? Yep. I'm so happy Kendall and I could make you smile. Right. Not his kids. Not I'm so glad that you were able to make me smile. The fact that you're breathing. Right. That's right. You make it about yourself. You may, and, and this is just a little thing. You say I'm nitpicking. No, this is an indication of the, the type of people they are. Yep. I'm so happy that Kendall right. and I, little Kendall. Right. The one who changed herself to look like a girl named Elsa Rodriguez from 117th and Lexington in third. She looks like a Puerto Rican girl that yeah. I, I used to know, lived on 117th. She worked at the fucking D'Agostinos. That's real talk. I know. I hear you, bro. They take great pride in destroying people's lives for uh, uh, ratings. They don't give a fuck. They shit it on, on the brother. That's why the brother shit it back. Rob Kardashian, they fat shamed him. Yeah. They said he's embarrassing the family because he's fat. Damn. He's embarrassing the family? You're animals. He's just a guy who's trying to fucking get his, you know, get his shit going. He, he said, yo, I ain't fucking with them. He doesn't fuck with them. That's their fucking brother. Good luck, Kanye. You, you got what you want. I just, hope, I just hope he makes it out of there because they, 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 they talk about zombies. And they got the other, the mom got her man, who, who I say his name, he don't look, you ever heard this motherfucker speak? I heard him talk. I call him Martinique. Uh, uh, uh what's the name? Corey something? No, his name is Martinique. Why do you call Christian his man He looks like Martin. a fucking Mark, he looks it, like his name is Martinique. <laughs> That's who he looks like. Yeah. He's, he's, he's good. He came into this situation with nothing. Now. He's good now. Now. Just get out. He's good now. Get out while you fucking can. It's like fucking Jaws over there. Dun -dun 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 -dun. The black male uh, body snatchers. Dun -dun -dun -dun. The get black out. male body, body snatchers. snatchers. Good one, G. Moody. Did you just come off of that off I the dome? I just came off the dome, yo. The Kardashians, a.k.a. The black male body snatchers. Woo! It's like a monster movie. It's like it's a like horror. A Wes Craven type movie. shit. Some Stephen King type shit. First, they put crack in our neighborhoods. Mm. And now? And now they put the Kardashians in the mix. The Iron Rapport Podcast is proud to be sponsored by Mack Weldon, a New York City-based company that lives and breathes New York. They make the best underwear, the best t-shirts, and the best socks at MacWeldon.com. M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N. Soft comfortable and light materials and fabrics you could shop online or on your mobile device and check out in less than a minute go to macweldon.com be comfortable look good feel good it's perfect for the guy going on a run or perfect for a guy going for a run 
<laughs> you get that? Use the promo code Rappaport for 20% off your purchase at MacWeldon.com. Underwear, socks, t-shirts. Sometimes they even have socks with a personality. That's MacWeldon.com. Yo, we're starting to take questions from fans. You know how to reach us. Yo, you could even do the Rocky thing. Stick your head out the window. But yo, I am Rapport Podcast. What do you think about blah, blah, blah? But we'll hear you. I don't care where you are. We'll find you. Find us on Twitter, Instagram. Are you guys telling your friends about the I Am Rapport podcast? Or are you keeping it to yourself? I know it's like some, some people want to keep it to yourself. Tell your, tell your friends. Word. Share it. All right, what did this guy want to ask us? Oh, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Pulip. Dave Pulip? No, Dave White of Pulip, Seattle. Pulip, Seattle, yeah. He was saying... um. He's in a sheltered uh, white suburb town in uh, Seattle. And basically he's saying um, he's a new father. They're going to have a baby. And he was like, um, you know, there's no diverse culture here. What advice do you have for me as a new father with no diversity? Can I go? Well, what do you think, G. Monetti? I say, first of all, try to cut that TV off. Yo. One of my big suggestions that I have to any new parents is keep them kids off the phones and the, and the, and the internet for as long as you can. Right. Because just like you, just like me and G. Monetti, your children will get addicted. Right. I know it's easy to put an iPad in front of your kids when they're acting crazy. I did it. My kids I are did it. My kids are, you continue to do it. My kids are 13 and well, 15. I'm a first generation parent of the iPhone parent generation. Meaning I got my kids' phones too early. They're cracked out of their trees on these damn right, phones. Right. Steve Jobs, don't let his, he didn't let his kids fuck with him. He knew. He knew what he time was. He was selling that good shit. Yeah, that ooh-wee. That ooh-wee. They should come out with the iPhone, the next one, instead of the seven. iPhone ooh-wee. Because it'll have you hooked. Yeah, you'll be sprawled out on the street with it. Like Gator to your from ear. Jungle Feeder, yeah, Fever. Yeah, that's right. Yo. New parents, you, you no know diversity. Start with good music. Please, parents, expose your kids to good music. At a certain point, you're not going to be able to control what they listen to. You, you're not going to be able to control what they watch. Right. They're going to watch shitty TV. We all do. They're going to watch shitty reality shows at some point. They're, they're going to go to watch shitty movies at some point. But while you have control of what's playing in your car, turn that Stevie Wonder on. Turn the Beatles on. Turn that Rolling Stones on. Turn, turn that Miles Davis on. Turn that Louis Armstrong on. Turn that Duke Ellington on. Turn that Tribe Called Quest on. Spread it on. Spread turn, it out. Turn on that yeah. KRS-One. From one to five. Turn on that Sugar Hill Gang. Turn on that James Brown. Yeah. Expose your kids to good music, because sooner or later, they're going to be listening to Nick fucking Jonas and thinking shit is sweet. That's right. So, so right. That's, my, that's, that's my advice. So, so as far as the diversity... Start with good music, okay? Start with good music. Yo. And cut the TV off. Cut the fucking TV off for as long as you can. Yeah, you they, know, one thing I don't get, though, you know how they say reading is so important to you? I think even the worst parents, when, when they have newborns, they read to their kids. And 99% of these little bastards, it doesn't help shit. I read to my kids... They're no smarter. I read them. I read to them in Spanish. I fucking turned on Spanish-speaking, uh, you know, reading things. I turned on Spanish-speaking music. I, I, I read them all sorts of stories and all that shit. 
I it mean, didn't do shit. I, mean, shit. I think this whole thing about reading to your kids is a bunch of bullshit. Right. Your kids are either going to be interested, smart, and 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 and, and, and you know, literate or not. You can't force a motherfucker. Yeah, you can't force right. everybody. Yeah. There, there's people that have, you know, have 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 degenerate degenerate parents, and they they try to read to their kids. Right, right. It doesn't do shit. It don't matter. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. Turn on. Turn on John Coltrane's A Love Supreme and roll the let the chips fall where they may. That's right. Because I think this whole thing, like, the, the most important time in your kid's life is between three months and two years. If you speak in Chinese to them, they'll, they, like, they, they can learn three languages. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, that's that Today like, Show shit. Yeah, that's that Today Show shit. That's that Katie Couric, Brian Gumble bullshit. Yeah, talking bullshit. Yeah, and they're like, you know, you could teach them how to swim. Try you might put your th- your three month old kid in there. He might fucking drown in the right. fucking pool. And then what? And, and where's Brian at? Yeah. Then where's Katie Couric to save your fucking kid? So Boy. you could try all this shit you want. I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm just saying don't think like if you read to your kids and put on Sesame Street on the Spanish speaking channels, it's gonna do. It's shit. gonna be better. Shit ain't gonna be sweet. Yeah. Those little bastards are gonna be what they're gonna be. Word. Whether you, you know, my mother used to tell me, "You came out the way you came out this way," and I was, I was like, "What the fuck do you mean?" I was, but it was you. It was dad. Blah, blah, blah. And now I realize I did. You did. I'm the same fucking way. I'm the same asshole now right. that I was. No matter if motherfuckers read to you or not. Read. They read to me. They did. I had great parents. They tried. At a right. certain point, my father shut the door and said, "I don't give a fuck what you do." Yeah. Go you. What do you want to? What school do you want to go to? Go there. I went Erasmus to ten Hall. school. You want to go to Erasmus Hall? Knock yourself out. See. You want to switch schools? Knock yourself out. I turned out fine. When I was 17, 18, I was like, my life. I my hoop dreams turned to nightmares. And it, my, so, my my. I have great parents. Well-to-do parents and well-to-do families. Hard-working people. I was such a fucking pain in the ass. My mother always told me you came out this way, and I always, yeah. I always was resistant to that. I was, I, I felt like it was an insult. I get it now. That's Kids are going to be what they're going to be, and hopefully yeah. they'll be the best they could be. And you just got to try to put forward the. But at a certain point, <laughs> it's out of your hands. But how do you think you could read to a motherfucker that's going to change him? That's what they right. You're they're asking like, that's me that bullshit. No, they say read to your kids. Yeah, that's it's that important. Today's show that's shit. That's that bullshit. That today's show shit. Yeah. Listen, read to your kids. Do it. Do it yourself. But I think it's more for you than it is for the little yeah. kids. <laughs> How you think you'll change a motherfucker by reading him? No, they say it, it makes them smart and all that shit. Yo, oh, nobody's on, reading anyway. Yeah. By the time, by the time, listen, Dave in Seattle. By the time your kids are fourteen. Books are gonna be extinct. Yeah, they're gonna be like fucking. They're gonna be like records. Every, everything. They're, they're not even gonna be having books in their hands. It's gonna all be on their fucking computer and their phones. Yeah. Your kids are gonna be cracked out on these phones, and that's just the way it is. Yo, at least we got to play in the street. At least I got to play wiffle ball and kickball and dodgeball. I had that experience. It's over. It's over. It's over. We were the last guys. So 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 if you want to say what's what is my advice, my biggest thing is keep them off those phones. It's just like saying, keep your kids off that crack. Because it's the same shit. Those phones are terrible. Yeah. I, my brain is fried. I you know what it takes for me to actually read, read now when I have to read? I have to read sometimes, Gmo Daddy. I'm an actor. Got to read scripts. Got to read contracts. You fucking yourself up. My mind is cooked. My mind's cooked from this shit. Yo, when I'm in the street, I don't fuck with the phone. I see everybody with their heads down. You could just snuff motherfuckers, take their shit. You could do everything. Your brother was walking down the street. And they, they, they Dean Moody, aka Mean Duty. He's got they, the best, best Instagram name on Instagram. His actual name is Dean Moody. And if you flip it around, it's Mean Duty. D O O 
DUI. It's it's just it never gets old. A young, mean duty. A young kid yapped his uh, cell phone. He was walking down the street. Yapped him. Text messaging or Instagram and or looking at looking at his phone. Yeah, looking at some of them nice them nice things on Instagram. Everybody looks at them. Men, I know you look at the ladies on and the ladies probably look at the ladies and the guys. There's probably like a whole loaf section because God only know any man that tells you he doesn't look at nice asses on Instagram is a liar. Is a liar. There's too many of them. Yo, and Instagram show me there is a lot of beautiful women in the world. Golly, yeah. jeez. Yes, yes, yes. I like it. But 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 Mean Duty, aka Dean Moody, was walking down the street looking at who knows what, looking at his phone, and some dude ran up on his him, ass up, and just and he wasn't even like it wasn't even some Hussein Bolt speed dude. He just kind of jogged by and yanked it out of his phone. And and the rest of the story we actually should get him on here to tell. Yeah, it turned into a great story. It's like right. it should be. It, it's a fantastic story how he actually didn't get his phone back, but he wound up in a, in, a, in a bodega, aka a deli, and a guy came out with a butcher knife and there let was him little, tell it. He will let him tell. We'll let yeah. Mean Duty. That's right. Tell the story. Um, so that's it. What's the other questions from? Uh, what else you got, brother? No, I'm asking you. What else oh, you shit. got, brother? It was some freak shit I saw in the paper. What? Where this is the thing I don't understand. Yeah. What is it? Geez. How? Can you watch your wife get off with another cat? Well, you where you read that in the paper? Yeah, it was somebody that was like, I can only have sex with my wife unless she's with someone else. Shit. See, that's the thing that, like, hey, listen, I've never done that kind of shit. I don't think I could ever do that kind of shit. But, yeah, hey, listen, you know, you're married to the same woman. Who knows what? After a certain at a certain point, yo, you just might be dead inside. Yeah. You might have to do some fucking adventurous, crazy. Fa- I don't know, but I say to each his own. He might he he he. You he know might who be freaking off? I don't know. Right. It's just it's just weird to me though. A lot of people have asked us Tupac. Somebody on Twitter asked us for a Tupac and Biggie thing. Yo, man, that whole Tupac and Biggie thing. It's hard for me to even talk about that because I still. I'm sad over the fact that these two guys were murdered at 25 years old over some nonsense. Nonsense. And they're like, who's the best? I still don't even like to discuss who's the yeah, best. Because you know why? It doesn't why? matter. It doesn't matter because that whole who's the best, who's this, that's what caused that whole shit with those two guys. So listen, Tupac and Biggie, these are guys that are one of a kind, man. They were like the last... Of a breed yeah. of rappers. Like yeah. when those guys passed, the whole thing changed. Who do I like more? I, I can't say. They're both great. That's like saying, who do you like more? Like, you know, shit, you know, the Beatles or the Rolling Stones. You might like one more. I, I don't know. Or like, you know, who do you like more? I can't, I can't call it. Like, who do you like more? Michael Jordan or Magic Johnson? You really gonna say which one you like more? Right. At the end of the day, when you look at the body of work, yeah, you might say, oh, Jordan was better. Who knows? So, you know, that was another person asked us that on, on Twitter. Uh, shit, I don't know. I'm, I'm hopped up. Yo, you know what? I'm on that deer antler. Yo, I fucks with that deer antler. What is that Ray Lewis. It's a supplement. You remember when Ray Lewis came back from his yeah. last Super Bowl and they were like, he was a supplement? He broke his whole shit. Me and my man Mike Young. Y'all motherfuckers gonna have heart attacks. Nah, nah, I just do a couple of drops. <laughs> it, have you, it have you good. It's a recovery thing because, you know, antlers, if you cut them off, they grow back. It's a natural healing thing. I went to the, the, the Chinese herbal spot. I'm on that deer antler right oh, now, kid. Oh. I'm fired up on that shit right now. You fuck with the deer antler? Oh, no. Why not? Why I gotta repair 
I ain't doing no I mean, Your back is fucked up. Yeah, but... You're in here. You can't even sit on the... Can you touch your toes from a standing position? Come on, B. I always do Can you touch your toes from a standing position? Of course. Let the cameras come in this motherfucker and show the people. Just so you know, guys, I I, I hate to beat a dead horse. G. Monetti still hasn't gotten his checkup. You still haven't gotten your annual physical. Your annual physical is like a decade. It's not... It's like a decade physical. Like every 10 years you get a physical. You still haven't got one. My man... You should want to go get the physical. I am. Why I'm do we trying. have to like, yo, make the doctor come no, to me? No, no. Who the fuck are you? Are you Hugh Hefner? I already are set it Hugh up. Are you Hugh Hefner? I set it up. Are you Steve Jobs? I set it up. You're not Steve Jobs. No, I'm alive, motherfucker. I know you're alive. Are, are, <laughs> okay, but, but why does the doctor have to come up to the Boogie Down Bronx to check you out? They don't got to come. I, I'm making uh, arrangements. When? When? I thought since you got here, we was going to rock no, no, it no, like no, no, that. No, 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 no. You know, no. No, you need to get your fucking checkup on your own. Can you touch your toes from a standing position, Duke? Yo, Duke, check it. I done did a whole bunch of shit in the house. Nobody, nobody, nobody knows what that means. I done did a whole bunch of shit in the house. That doesn't have nothing to do with the question I just asked you. If I'm doing shit with a nail clipper, you don't think I can touch my toes? Huh? Speaking of nail clippers, how, how are your feet? How are your feet these days? They always. They're vel- all right? Velvety. No, they're not. They're always they're, velvety. They're like hot tar. Nah, be. Your feet, are, are they have the, the, the same feeling and look. No, I was on Thailand beaches. Yo. And, my, and they, they blessed me over there. I, I, we got to go to get you a mani-pedi nah, and, 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 and get the reaction of the pedicurist when they're doing those feet. And they're gonna, like their jaws are going to drop. Like, what the fuck is that? No, come on, yo. <clears throat> this is the I Am Rapport podcast. And I got to tell you, the questions that we're getting asked, uh, one, one person asked us to talk about karma. And, and I'll say what everybody else says about karma. Karma is a, is a, is a, is a, is a motherfucker. For me, for, for everybody. It comes back and gets you in the ass. So uh, that was one fan that said talk about karma. Another person asked us the origins because we're trying to get more interaction, more tweets. You can email us yep. at iamrapport.com. Uh, Twitter us questions. We'll ask. Somebody asked about the origins of hard body karate, one of the trademark terms of the Iron Rapport podcast, who we profess. We did not make that term up, but we have given it new life. Uh, I, have, I, cannot, I know it came from some rap, rap song. <clears throat> Pardon me. That was my snort. Um, I have a heavily, heavily deviated septum, people. Um, and I actually once got my deviated septum corrected in the late 90s. And uh, my friend Juliet Lewis, she, she uh, nursed me back to health. Totally platonic. But when my DV, I needed somebody to stay with me. I was on uh, Vicodins. I'd never taken Vicodins before and, and painkillers. And I had like a, a literally... They put packing, which is like cotton and gauze up your nose. And, and it's like, if you cut up a soft-ass Iron Rapport podcast t-shirt, it would be the equivalent of what was in my nose. Real talk. It was that much shit they pulled out of my nose. Uh, oh, I brought that up because I snorted. So if I ever do, like, G. Monetti, has been hearing it for so long, he doesn't even blink. Like, he, he's, not even phased, uh, he, he's not even phased by that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the... Uh, uh, I got more questions. Oh, what are your questions? Remember the guy from... Uh, I don't know where he, he is from, 
But he said um, he's getting married and his friend has been treating his uh, fiance like a piece of shit. Yeah. So he was saying, um, should I invite him to our, our wedding? And my thing is, yo, if that's your boy, check your man. Because you're about to get married to your, to your fiance. You're about to get married. You can't have a situation where you're dissing. Your man is dissing your... How, how did he say he was dissing his, his suit? He said he's just, he just being a dick to her. A dick? Yeah. Well, is he trying to, is he trying to like... He's not trying to hit it. Because dudes do that. Yeah. Yo, Maybe he careful. likes her. Yo, yeah. you, you, the people that are closest to you will fuck you in the ass. Watch Literally that and figuratively. Yeah, believe. fuck it. I want to re- revisit my shit. Don't invite this nigga. Yeah, to don't the- invite him. <laughs> fuck him. Watch out. Yeah. That might be a ploy. Maybe, maybe that's a cover-up for something worse. That's like first grade shit where you're playing tag. Yeah. You're hitting the girl, but yeah. you really like her. Yeah, be careful. Yeah. Yeah. See, take it from us. We've been, we've been, we've been, we've been done. We didn't, we didn't done did wrong. Word. By, by people. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. We have a haze over our eyes. Me and G Moody have seen the dark side of life. Not as dark as some people. Thank God, knock on wood. I, and that brings us back to the karma question. I appreciate it. But we, 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 we've been to the other side. And we're going to tell you. Watch yourself. Relationships. Relationships. Get into it, rap. Here's the advice I give you, young folks. Meet your mate's parents and see how they interact. If a woman has a terrible relationship with her father, and not every situation is the same, but if a woman has a terrible relationship with her father, be careful. Women... If you're with a man and he has a fucked up relationship with his mom and his mom, he doesn't treat his mom with respect and nice. And he doesn't have to treat her like, oh, like, you know, fucking, you know, she, like he's she, a mama's boy. He doesn't have to be like that. But if he, if he says, I hate my mom, I did it, did it, mom, be careful. You yes. hear what I'm saying? Guys, if your girl has a fucked up relationship with her father, be careful. Well, what do you know, Michael Rappaport? Well, what, I know what I know. You know what? Why we know is because we went through the experience of living. We're older than you. Than some of our listeners. Some of our listeners. And we're We're, trying to learn you. We want to learn you. And you might be like, oh, how can I get out of this? I love her. Get out. Get out. Get out now. Red flags. Because when it's all fucked up, you're not sleeping in the gloom tomb couch. Don't call up G Monetti. And be like, yo, G Monetti, can I come up to your crib and sleep over? Uh, I didn't take your advice. No, we're telling you now. Okay? And you might think, well, I love her and I'll never find any. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. You will find another one like her. And if, you, and, and, and if it ain't like her, it'll be better. And if you think you're and being if you manipulated. Th- if you think you're being manipulated, you, you are. are. Women, if you think you're being manipulated by the guys, you, you are. are. Never turn away from your best friend. Your best friend is your own instinct. Your best friend is inside your belly. You yep. know how when you get that little tingle? Yeah. When something ain't right? You know how you could sense danger? Listen to it. Listen to it. Don't ignore it. God put it there. 
you know, everybody, everybody's articulates itself differently. My, 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 my instinct comes from my gut. I get a, a nervous feeling in my stomach. Hence the reason why I probably gave myself ulcerative colitis. Right. G Monetti for, for a couple of years, he couldn't even lift his fucking arms over his head. Remember I tried to lift that, lift that uh, table. He tried to lift the table in the gloom tomb. He almost fell over. Yeah. Okay. Trust. Trust the little, the little voice inside your stomach. Do not deny it. Or in your head. It's there for a reason. Wherever it is, wherever it's there for a reason. It's there for a reason. You know how when you sense danger, you know it. You sense something's wrong. Everybody's, everyone's felt it. You're not always right. You know, if you meet somebody, here's another thing. <clears throat> I say, this has nothing to do with relationships. Anytime you talk to somebody, you meet somebody, they don't look you in the face. I don't give, yo, watch out. And all those side-eyed, you know, not looking at you, Fucking people, Suck watch out. Be careful. Yeah. Sounds real simple. Watch out. First instincts. You know in, you intuitively, even if you don't know, in the first seven seconds when you meet somebody, what their deal is. You're not always right. Some people might rub you the wrong way the first way. You might be in a bad mood. You might have to take a shit when you meet somebody. That's right. You go take a shit. You come back out, and, and, and maybe you feel a little different. Yeah, your, your stomach is a little looser. <clears throat> But in general, these things are real. The Iron Rapport Podcast <clears throat> is sponsored by Casper Mattresses. And trust me, when I go to work out, when I take my nap on my Casper Mattress during the day, <clears throat> Casper Mattress is available in six sizes, has a 10-year full warranty, and it's made and stitched right here in the United States, an award-winning mattress company that makes the most ridiculously relaxing, supportive mattresses sold directly to the consumer. G. Monetti. Yes. Do you like your Casper mattress? I want another one. I love my Casper mattress. <laughs> Casper is so confident in the mattress that it will give you 100 nights to sleep with the mattress. Live on the mattress for 100 nights. And if you're not happy with your Casper mattress, Casper will pick the mattress up for free in wow. full and refund you all your money. It will donate it or recycle the mattress to somebody who's obviously smarter than you are and who appreciates a great night's sleep. Go to Casper.com and you could save 50 bucks using the promo code Rappaport, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. Damn, what confidence. Yo, 100 and nights. And then they come get it. They, they know that they revolutionized it. So you, we said we wanted some emails, some response, IamRappaport.com, Twitter, Instagram. You could ask us questions. You could suggest uh, sick fucks of the week. Try to be creative. Um, it's it's a, an award that is uh, earned, not given. So it's not weekly. Just because you're a sick fuck doesn't mean you're necessarily going to win sick fuck of the week. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, th this is a guy, uh, Paul Mercado. Uh, he's a big fan of the Iron Rapport podcast featuring the Black Ed McMahon. I don't know if anyone has nominated Sean Payton, offensive coordinator and coach for the New Orleans Saints for famous white people with no lips. He's borderline poster boy. He looks like he tried licking a loaf and didn't like the taste. P.S. <laughs> suggestions for G. Monetti. G. Monetti's quote of the week. His quote or a quote he likes. Peace. Paul Mercado. See, I, you see, if, if, if other people nominate... Uh, Famous white people with no lips, it takes me off the hook. So, yes, Sean Payton, the coach of the New Orleans Saints, he looks like shit. 
He has no lips. At Another all. suggestion, and it's an actor who I like, and I hate to do it to him. I didn't want to bring it up, but but he really kind of spawned the idea. Is Jason Bateman excellent actor? I've loved him since Silver Spoons. Yeah, and and then he kind of you know was in a little bit of a slump. That child actor transition is tough on on everybody. And then finally he got back on and he's kicking ass. I love the movie he directed, Bad Words. Great. He's, he's excellent. But he has no lips. <laughs> Yo. He has no... Jason Bateman has no fucking lips. He, he, Jason Bateman has like max headroom lips. Like no lips. But I fuck with Jason, ba- Jason Bateman. Right. Here's another, another person. What's good, fellas? This is Hollywood Chris. What's good, fellas? I really enjoy the show and the chemistry you both have. The fact that you've been friends for so long comes across comes across clearly in the podcast uh i love the gringo man dingo no bruno uh can you elaborate on your ways <laughs> g moody can you elaborate on ways to make your fuck style more buck wild uh would you and would you consider taking calls we're trying to do we did one show where we took calls we need to do that again we'll, we'll do that again so g monetti to answer uh this gentleman's question can you elaborate on ways to make your fuck style more buck wild First, you have to be uninhibited. Right, and that comes with time and age. And practice. Yeah. And, That's good, uninhibited. And then you have to learn your body. Learn uh-huh. to push it to the edge and fall back before you fall over. And that comes with age and what? Practice. That's it. Good stuff, G. Monetti. Ain't no Dr. Phil. We cut right to the point. Yeah, you want to give it a little even, like you want to even be a little bit more? Yeah. Uh, make sure you saturate your blood with garlic. Oh, yeah. That's a G. Monetti trick. Did you learn that from anywhere? Uh, when you were younger, G, when G. Monetti was, was going to have a session, he would go on like a three to four de- uh, day garlic thing, right? Right. Because it thins the blood and cleans the blood. Okay. It's- and your, your feeling was that it, it did what for you as, it, a, as, a, as a stick man? It made a more powerful erection. All right, that's enough of that. Um, Gerard Pimentel, I don't know, P-I-M-E-N-T-A-L. The question of the week from this gentleman is, I would like to know about the origin of the term loaf, where it came from for you personally. Yo, excellent question. That's good. Listen, we can't give you all the answers to everything, okay? We can't give away all our tricks. Yeah. Uh, But I will say that the origins, I I, I can't take uh, credit for loaf, uh, you know, someone in our tight circle, uh, right. you know, w- was stuck on that term for a long time, and and I always remembered it, and then I knew it would be a, it, it would have a worldwide attraction, because obviously the term loaf is taken off, um, and and I, I've never heard it used by anybody else except for us at the I Am Rapport podcast. That's right. So uh, that that's where that came from. Let me do one more question of the week. Uh, question, not question of the week. Uh, let me do one more question. All right, this is a guy named Amal Henderson. He's listening to the I Am Rapport podcast, episode 96. Can't wait till 100. I heard you and my man, the Black Ed McMahon, G. Monetti, was airing out Rosenberg about those greasy ass, I know all hip-hop comments. I had to hit you up. I fucks with y'all, hard body karate. Uh, The passion you have for hip-hop, it's because... La, 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 la. He said that the ignorant fuck Ebro Darden said that Nas is not a lyricist. What the fuck? I didn't hear him say that. Um, but it might be true, and I appreciate the question. Uh, he said, oh, he said, Ebro, you're a sick fuck. 
<laughs> that and, and that is true. He, if if he said that, that is true. He is a sick fuck. If he said that, Nas is not a lyricist. Nas this guy needs to be committed. We don't know if it's true. If it's true, he needs to be committed. Anybody who could say Nas is not a lyricist should be locked the fuck up. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. That's like saying that uh, fucking Tchaikovsky's not right. a fucking uh, a penman. And who are you? Yeah, I, I, I don't that. think any, we got we got to verify that. But that he said keep, keep keeping it real. Amal Henderson, I like that name, Amal Henderson. Yeah, where he from? I don't know where he's from. Uh. Patrick P Cami on Twitter, PC. AMI on Twitter. Love the show. La, 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 la. The Aliellos are awesome. I don't mean to la 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 you, but I, I'm not going to read the compliments because we we, we, we we only want the questions. We appreciate and love the oh, compliments. Oh, we love them, yeah. We love the compliments, but we don't want to, we're not here to get uh, accolades. Accolades. No dick print. Yo, that's going to be my new shit. Instead of saying no Brino, no, no dick print. Does nah, that work? Bruno, B. No, Bruno's classic, but I was trying to say no, nah, no see, dick print. You don't fuck up a classic. All Keep right, it going. Okay, all right, fine. There we go. <laughs> How did G rap? How did rap and G meet? I would love to hear that story. Big tits, little tits, and why sluttiest borough in New York? Best pizza in New York? Think Cosby took any pics or vids? All right, we're not going to answer all these, but I like the questions. Me and G Monetti met in the winter of nineteen eighty-two. Playing ball, I was twelve. G Monetti was twelve. Playing basketball at the Madison Square Boys Club in New York City. We met. Um, and, and we've been, we've been talking shit, playing ball, listening to music, pretty much staying out of trouble and having a damn good time since. Uh, and, and that's the answer to that question. And still, and we still, we're still rocking. <laughs> that's why, the, that's why the I am Rapport podcast, you know, it's no disrespect to any other podcast, but the, 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 the years and years in pr- of practice Hours and hours and hours Is what we have Don't you think that's right G Monetti We have a three decade head start On everybody in the podcast business Yeah word up There's no one that fucks with what we have Cause we we, We've been rocking since 82 Word So you can't fuck with us So all the NPR nerd fucks And and who I like them They, they, They put me to sleep I like them No I'm not dissing But all the other fucking you know, winky dinky dog, <laughs> fucking jive asses out there. Yeah, that doesn't mean that they're not good. Right. It's just you're not. They're not going to have that certain je ne sais quoi that the Iron Rapport podcast has. That's it. it. I'm sorry. That's it. Yeah. That's I it. mean, that's the truth. That's the truth, Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth, Ruth. Oh man. Uh, so anyway, I, I I I don't mean to toot our own horn, but I, money I, asked the question. Money asked the question. Uh, so I love this Truy app, G Monetti. Yeah, Truy is an app on on uh, on on you know Android on your on your your iPhone. T R U E E Y. That that people uh people it's starting to get attention. And basically, what it does, the app on Truy, you could download it for free. It's it's you can it asks questions and you give a yes or no answer. So here's one of the questions: tried anal, and and the percentages are forty three percent yes, and and uh, what, what would your and then it gives a percentage of no. What 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 was what would your answer to tried anal? I I, I put I put yes. I put yes. Too. No, Bruno. Yeah. Um, they should teach basic life skills in high school like balancing a checkbook, filing out paperwork, and the importance of a four hundred one k. Yes, 95% agree, 5% don't agree. What do you say, G. Monetti? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's fucking real. 
Forget all this other shit. They should only teach math, like like past algebra, to people that are interested. Yeah. The other shit should be checkbook, driving, fucking uh, how to make a bed. What else? How to cook. Yep. Uh, you know, 401ks. Yeah. To do your own taxes. Finance. Yeah. Basic shit. Basic. How to make a bed. All this yeah. other bullshit, this high-end reading and this fucking... Geometry and yo, all that. 99.9% of the people won't continue to, to yeah. even use that. Get these fucking animals some basic life skills. Yeah, to lower the crime rate out this motherfucker. Yo, teach them how to do some basic shit instead of all the fly shit so they can feel good about themselves. That's right, man. Driving, cooking, yeah. cleaning, fucking uh, taxes... Regular Look, shit. See, that's why I like Truy, because then it'll, it'll inspire good questions. Like, so 95% of the people agree. But no. You know what my son was taking the first semester of school this year? What? And, and he had a choice to take it. And, fi- and thank God he switched. Basket weaving? Chinese. No, Chinese is good. Nah, man. Listen to me. Yo. No, 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 no. China no, 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 no. is a, is a, is a yeah, growing. No. Okay, okay. And, 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 and you live in the Bronx. <laughs> when, when, when you're talking to the, the, the guys that are coming to do construction in the house, what language are they speaking? Mostly. Spanish. Okay, I have a gardener. Spanish. Spanish, I yeah. have it's both my of them, pool though. guy. Yeah. Spanish. Uh, uh, I don't come across another in, in the future. Bullshit. This is America. And, and and I wish I spoke Spanish. You could speak to the, the Spanish-speaking people in New York City. You, like you got people that work on the train, the bus, cab drivers. Rare. It's just, yo, just for that. Well, they got to speak English, shit, because we have a hard time with these motherfuckers out here, man. I know that. They got to speak English. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, don't come out here with all that yabba dabba do, fucking Winnie the Pooh, you know, fucking. You really want to assimilate. Speak the fucking language. Speak the language, because if I went to Greece, sounding the way I sound, nobody they, would fuck with you. Right. G Monetti wouldn't be able to get a job over there. Oh hell no. But like you said about the schools, like Nas says, schools where I learned should be burned. It's true. It's a it's waste bullshit. of time. Bullshit. They teach bullshit. So that, that's why I like this True app, because it inspires questions like that. In today's world, breaking up via text is acceptable. See, this is, this is where... See, but young people like this. 31% agree, 69% don't agree. Bad service can ruin a restaurant despite how f- good the food is. I agree. What do you say, g Yeah. 89%. I don't give motherfuckers no tips. You know Yo, that. You don't give them a tip if it's good service? No, if it's bad service. Yeah. Yo, I don't care what the food is. If I have to wait and I'm not getting what I want and no, and it's dirty and, you know, like, you know, I mean, yo, it ruins the meal. It ruins the meal. Right. You part of it. The waiter service is part of the meal. It's part of the experience. Yeah. Eye contact. I don't care how pretty you are, sweetheart. You know, pretty girls, maybe it's just me. Well, maybe I scare them. What happens? What, what, what is Sometimes it? they'll be in a restaurant, a pretty girl waitress, and she'll make like, she'll make eye, che- eye contact with your chest or just below your eyes or just glancing eyes. When I'm asking you about the pork chop and how it's cooked, I want full eye contact. I don't want to fucking like not eye contact. Maybe you know that I'm looking at you in a way that you don't want me looking at right. you, but I'm paying for that. Right. You try to size that ass up. But I'm paying for that. That's right. So if I say, uh, you know, uh, what, what, how much uh, salad dressing is in the salad, and I'm looking you in your face, when I, answer, when I, want the, when I get the question back, the, want, the response, I want some eye contact, sweetheart. And a smile. And a little bit of a smile. Yeah. Okay? 
Oh, we're going to get on some Harvey Keitel shit. Yeah. You ever seen The Bad Lieutenant? Huh, sweetheart? Now, now that got your attention, didn't it? <laughs> that got your fucking attention. That's right. Ah, this is the Iron Rapport Podcast coming live from the gloom tomb of New York City. I don't know, man. I think this is it. G-Mode for the, for this episode. Oh, man. Let's close, let's close shop. Uh, do you have anything you want to add? <clears throat> oh, no, man. Everything's good. I'm just uh, happy. Everything's good. Everything's good. There's a documentary I wanted to say, the movie of the week. Uh, it's on um, iTunes. The Seven Five. And it's a doc that really was really well done. It's, a, it's basically about the dirtiest cop, or what they call the dirtiest cop, the most crooked cop in New York City history. This dude in the 80s, Michael Dowd, he was a fucking, he was, he was, he was rough. And he's got a great story. The doc's really well done. He, he, he headed the most ruthless criminal network that stole money and drugs all throughout New York City and Brooklyn, and, and it's, it's just a, it's really, if you like crime stories, if you like Goodfellas, if you like grit, you know, I'm not going to say it's perfect, but it's just, it's just a lot of fun, and, and it's really good, and, and it's, it's just well done, it's well done, it's really well done, so you could check that out on iTunes called The 7-5, um, and, and I really like, it's about a, a, you know, a time and place in Brooklyn also, I mean, aside from the, uh, the, the characters and they're 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 wild. It really has a Goodfellas vibe to it. Um, it's about a Brooklyn that no longer exists, for better or for worse. So uh, that's my that's my movie of the week I that I recommend. That. The Seven Five, right? Yo, that's right around my old block, man. It's like five minutes away. Yo, those cops over there was on some bad shit. You knew about that, I right? I knew that precinct in East New York. Bad, yo. You knew, like, I you see, would hear yo, stories? I, yeah, I, I walked down the street, and I came up upon a, a, a cop cruiser parked, and the cops was in there getting neck from, from the prostitutes. And when I came up on the, uh, the car, they, they hit me with the flashlight. So, but I seen it before they saw me. And You're lucky hit, you didn't get fucking the shit yo, beaten out of you. And I just act like I didn't see it. But they, I, they hit the flashlight. Are you serious? Yeah, right shit. over there. East New York. Yo, you, you should watch the doc. I'll watch it again. Yeah, I'm going to check seven it. 7.5 on iTunes. Check it out. It's a fucking good-ass documentary. And I'm just saying that because I'm just saying it. See, I'm Rapport Podcast. We're out. American Giant Clothing. Champion. Can't fuck with this shit. American-made sweatshirts, T-shirts, sweatpants, and the best hoodies ever made. The fall is coming. The winter is coming. Go to American-Giant.com and check out why we love all the clothes and active wear at American-Giant.com. American Giant. Champion. Can't fuck with this shit, yo.